Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. As we uh, predicted, a new lawsuit suggesting that the Ontario government's law that forces gas stations to display stickers on the gas pumps about carbon pricing is illegal and should be tossed out. Here, here, I'm on side with that. Uh, let's uh, let's get into the, the nitty-gritty of this. Uh, Karis Weibel is uh, the Director of Fundamental Freedoms Program with the Canadian Civil Liberties Association and joins us on the Bill Kelly Show. Kara, good morning. Thank you for the time today. Thanks for having me. This is a, a great endeavor, a great idea. I'm sure you've probably got an awful lot of popular support for this. Talk to us about the, 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 the putting a whole, this whole thing together. I mean, a lot a lot of people were in the industry and others were outraged by this when it was announced. I mean, I mean the policy, not not your reaction to it. Yes, yeah. So no, I mean, I think you know the the idea that um, that the government can you know force a private business to convey a particular political message was something that um, concerned a lot of people, and that that was our our concern. So we. Um, you know, we, we did urge the government before they passed this law um, not to do it. And um, once again, when they were looking at sort of the regulation of what the what the notice would look like, we, we, we tried again to urge them not to to take this step. Um, but um, they, of course, have gone ahead and, and done it. And um, and so as as we had said we would do, we've um, we've brought a challenge to that to that case to court. I mean, this this policy is wrong on so many different levels. Uh, obviously, you, from the Civil Liberties Association, you're talking about, uh, and, and I think very, you know, very rightly about the free speech aspect of this. Uh, I, I've got a problem with any government uh, forcing private sector people to actually do their political bidding for them, and that's essentially what's going on here. I mean, that's how, that's that's certainly our perspective. We, you know, th- there are lots of instances where the government um, does obviously force private businesses to engage in certain types of expression, you know, health, health and safety warnings and nutrition labeling and things like that. Um, but this is something quite different where um, this message is, is very clearly a political one. Um, it's, it's, it's a partisan one. Um, it's not a coincidence that it's been, it's been done at this particular, you know, point in time, just prior to an election. Um, so, so we, we have concerns about that and it it really um you know doesn't have to do with sort of uh, the carbon tax or climate change it has to do with the government compelling people to uh, convey a political message for them yeah and as we've talked about this on our program over the last couple of months i guess now care I, I i'm not when i i talk against this policy from the ford government i'm not suggesting that carbon pricing is the best in the be all and end all uh but the fact is it's the government's policy uh, and and this is a government that's clearly in opposition to what the Trudeau government is doing, and they're using these stickers as as a political tool. It's it's not to inform us, because basically even the message that they put on here is they're speaking in half truths. They don't tell the whole story. Yeah, I mean to the extent that you know the the I mean the bill is called the the Federal Carbon Tax Transparency Act, and um, and the idea is that it's a a price transparency measure, but. Uh, I mean, we know, or uh, we've we've learned through media reports that um, an industry association approached the the Ford government about um, when they learned that they were going to be doing stickers to to sort of suggest a sticker which showed the full kind of um, range of components that go into the price of gas, and that that was rejected uh, for for something that is um, clearly very partisan and focuses on just this one particular aspect. 
Well, sure. I mean, the stickers don't tell you how much provincial tax is coming off every time I fill up at the gas station. That's that's part of that. They also, and, and again, you know, since we know what the policy is, the federal policy that's now in place here in Ontario and in most most of the rest of the country, for that matter, uh, there's a rebate section to the to this particular policy from the federal government, and they don't talk about that either. So when they say that uh, that you know this is what it's going to cost you. That's not true. I mean, because the, you're getting money back. I already got money back even before we the program went into place when we filed our taxes this year, and and that's going to be progressively increasing too. So, and, and again, if they spoke this whole thing and said, okay, here are all the facts. We still think it's a bad policy. I I can have that debate. But if they're going to go in half truths like this and 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 false information uh, about a number of things, they add the other aspect too. Of course, they call it the job killing tax. There is absolutely no proof that, that that's the case at all. In fact, since the carbon tax has been put in place here in the province of Ontario, there have been a number of jobs that have been created as a result of that, not lost. Uh, I I just I'm just ticked off about this, and I'm glad you people at least have come forward and say, look at yeah, we're going to do something about this. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, there's there's certainly people who who come at this with lots of strong opinions because because of the concern about you know what what the government's message is and whether they agree or disagree with it. Our focus is really just on this this principle of of um, the government not being allowed to force private entities to convey a political message for them, and and that's exactly what this what this law does. It does so under threat of very significant fines, and um, and you know we we certainly are hopeful that a court will agree with us that this isn't isn't a, a reasonable restriction on freedom of expression. And I know that's going to be the basis. I mean, I've just pointed out some of the inaccuracies in this whole thing. That's uh, when you when you're arguing this sort of thing. I mean, you have to stick to points of law and and to obviously to civil liberties and and constitutional rights and charter rights and all of this stuff. And and I, I think you're going down the right road with the way that you're describing this right now. Because uh, the other question that you raise in a circumstance like this is, if if this is allowed, where do you draw the line then? Are they going to put up stickers in in storefronts next year saying "Don't vote for this guy" or "Don't do"? Um, you know, if they're giving give them that leeway to say you can put any government message you want and force the private sector to stick that up in their in their place of business, uh, that's that's going down a pretty dangerous road. Yeah, and I mean, we we also I think are aware that in in an election period there are restrictions on what. Um, you know, third parties can say if if a corporation, if a gas station decided on its own that it wanted to um, to display and and pay for sort of advertising around um, either an anti-carbon tax message or whatever it might be, um, in certain instances they would need to register with Elections Canada. There would be um, there are sort of transparency measures that are in place there and accountability measures that are in place there. Um, the Ontario government is is. Uh, at least according to the chief electoral officer, not subject to that regime, and um, and and so they are, are are forcing these private businesses to do um, some of their bidding for them. Uh, at substantial penalty if they decide to not to follow the through with this policy right now. I mean, they, you know, they talked about ten thousand dollars a day in fines. Mm-hmm. I think they've kind of walked back on that a little bit, but they still said it's going to be thousands of dollars. Uh, it, it's it worthy of note here too, as we've mentioned on this program, and I'm certainly you, you're aware of this as well, Kara. One of the strongest opponents for this is the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. Uh, you know, this is because I know some people can say, "Oh, you, these are people who just don't like the Ford government." No, these these are people that have the rights of these small businesses in mind when they they voice their opposition to this. The Chamber of Commerce, that represents small business especially, is saying you can't do this to small business. You can't force them 
to, to convey a political message on your behalf and then fine them if they refuse to do so. That's, that's, yep, that's, yep. that's, that's, that's curtailing free speech. Yeah, the, the Chamber of Commerce has, you know, spoken out publicly about, about this and wrote to the Ford government urging them not to, to go down this path. Um, and, uh, you know, for, yeah, for, for, the, for the reasons that, that you mentioned. So what's the process? How, where, do you, where do you go now? Have you, have you, you filed the suit already? We filed the, yes, we filed the claim, and, um, and uh, I believe our lawyers are going to be speaking with uh, the government's lawyers um, possibly today to, to sort of sort out a schedule and determine uh, when we can get this, this heard, when we can expect a response from the government, and when we can get the matter before the court. Now, is this going to be a tribunal, or is this actually going to be a courtroom, a, 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 a hearing? It it will be before the superior court of justice. Okay, so okay, so yeah. you're you're we're into the legal system here because I know we are some some yeah. of these some of these things are actually handled through tribunals, human rights tribunals, yeah. things of this nature. But this is going to be right in the courtroom setting. So yeah. obviously, points of law are going to be instrumental in this. Yes, absolutely. I mean, the 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 claim is based on a a violation of the charter. Our view is that this this law violates the charter. And you know, I meant I know you mentioned the the government sort of walking back on the fines, um, but. But the law actually specifies what the maximum fines are, and yeah. the law is what we're taking issue with, not you know a statement that may have come out of this or that political office. What kind of feedback are you getting on all this, Kara? Um, I, I assume the government's not happy about it, but well, I I, I haven't heard from them, so um, um, yeah, I'm not sure I can I can sort of speak to the feedback. I mean, there are there we've 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 heard um, we've certainly heard instances of uh, support i think if you if you look at social media like like with any issue on social media there are people who think this is a good idea and people who think it's not um so um but you know our 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 basis for bringing this case is not about what would be popular it, it was about what um what we feel is an important legal issue, and um, well, that, that's part of the problem, though, isn't it? I mean, in, in the the court of public opinion, uh, which probably is not going to play much of an impact when you finally get in front of the, the the courts and the judges in this situation, but the court of public opinion conflates the two issues as to whether or not the carbon tax is is a good tax uh, or, or not, or whether it should be cap and trade, or you know, all this sort of stuff. And and I understand that we're going to have that debate, and that's probably not going to go away anytime soon. Uh, but that's that's ir- almost irrelevant to what you guys are doing. As a matter of fact, if from a legal standpoint, it is irrelevant to what you guys it is are doing. Yeah, this we, this is more tried. about this is this is this is based on Charter of Rights and Freedoms, and and what we consider you and I, and I'm sure an awful lot of other people, to be an abuse of that. Yeah, I mean, our our case is is not at all about you know the, the carbon tax and whether uh, the federal government is right or the provincial government is right. It's it's about this principle of uh, of a government. Using the law to force private private entities to convey a political message. And just to remind our listeners that that, that is a battle that's going on, but it's another battle in another series of courtrooms. And uh, as we know, round one already uh, was was lost by the provincial government. They appealed and, and suggested that the federal government didn't have the jurisdiction to to actually implement a program like this. And the court ruled that yes, they do. Uh, Saskatchewan had a similar ruling too, but uh, I guess this is going to go to the Supreme Court. So I know you're watching that with great interest, as I am too. But I'm more concerned at this stage uh, about what you guys are doing right now too, because I'm feeling for because I've heard from 
uh, some of the operators of these facilities, and, and they're, they're really feeling put out by this. Uh, whether they agree with the policy or disagree with the policy from the government is almost inconsequential. They don't be, like being told what to do in a situation like this, and the, the ones I've talked to anyway, Kara, are afraid to speak out because they're afraid of what might happen to them. Yeah, I mean, I think that, um, you, you know, it's it's obviously a big undertaking to, to take on the government and for a, a business to do that. Um, you know, I, I think they, it's it's significant. And so we, we, we've heard as well from industry associations and uh, and gas retailers that, you know, whether whether they like this or not, they're they're just not willing to 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 fight it. And um if you if you look at, at some of the government statements, I think that they were probably counting on on that. You know, I, I know there was a statement, I think it was by the um energy minister who who said, you know, we we don't expect that gas stations will will fight back on this. Well, I'm, are they afraid they're going to, they, get, they may get fined? I mean, there's any number of things that could happen to them in a situation like this. And um, it's it's tough being a small business person in this commu- in this province these days. Um, and, you know, to, when the government lords over them like this, it's got to be somewhat problematic. So uh, all I know is you may not be hearing from them, but I think you've got a lot of silent supporters here uh, that would like to see something uh, in the way of a resolution to this. Uh, and it's got to happen sooner than later anyway. So uh, any idea as to when that's actually going to get before the judge? Um, I don't at this point. I hope I hope to have a better sense of that in, in the next couple of days. But right now, um, I can't speculate on when that might happen. Well, Kara, we'll stay in touch. We're watching with great interest to see just how this rolls out in court. Uh, thank you so much for the time, and uh, good luck with, the, with the, 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 this whole physical process and this whole legal process. It, it, I, I think it's, it's something a lot of folks are watching here to see just exactly how the courts and how they're going to rule on this, and certainly uh, other groups too, like the, uh, the Chamber of Commerce and others are watching with great interest. So uh, we got your back. We'll see how this goes. Thank you. Take care, Kara. Take care. Kara Weibel, Director of Fundamental Programs for the uh, Civil Liberties Association. And, and, and again, I understand that, you know, when we've talked about this before and I've expressed some of my concerns about the policy uh, from the Ford government, uh, people simply say, well, that's because you don't like the Ford government. No, it's because this, as the Civil Liberties Association so rightly pointed out, violates free speech. Whatever your political affiliation is, if you're a gas station operator or owner, if somebody comes along, a government official comes along and says, we demand that you put this on your sticker, which is, it's, and it's a political statement. It's not a fact. It's, I know some years ago, that, well, the gas stations themselves, you know, there's that other sticker that's already on the pump that tells you how much uh, a, a tax goes on, you know, every time, every liter of gasoline. This is the federal tax. This is the GST. This is the, you know, all that sort of stuff. I, okay, that's fine. That's information. Not a partisan issue at all. It's just telling you. But this is a partisan pro- program that they pro- they put in place. It's, it's an anti-federal government policy program that's been put in place. And if if they wanted to make it optional, knock yourself out. But but to demand that people do this and comply or be fined heavily, well, you know my thoughts on this, and hopefully the courts are going to agree. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.